everyone. Welcome to the Material Podcast. This is episode number 246, recorded on March 24th, 2020. I'm your host, Florence Ion. Andy is again out this week. Now, we are doing something a little different for this episode of the Material Podcast. Normally, I would come at you with a little bit of news from the week. Actually, I would come at you with a lot of chatting and banter. And then I would come at you with a little bit of news from the week. But because this is not going to be a full standard episode of the Material Podcast, uh, I thought that we would do something a little more uh, timely and also a little helpful for those of you who are stuck at home and just kind of need something to listen to, to pass the time. But I also want to give you some resources. So I want you to step away from this podcast knowing some new things, and having an idea of how to move forward in the midst of everything that's going on right now. Now, trying to sort of dance around the topic because I don't want to completely uh, dump it on you like I did in the last podcast. We are dealing with shelter in place right now. A lot of us maybe are quarantined. Um, The news is intense right now. Anytime that you log in, you are reading some intense news about uh, what's going on in the world. I don't want to completely bombard you with that information because I already did that in the last episode. But I do, again, want to give you some resources to kind of help you move forward and uh, find a little bit of solace knowing that you are not the only person who is trying to figure out how to keep the rudders going in the midst of this calamitous wave that has just taken us all. By the way, the word calamity is a word that my mother used in a group message the other day, and I just thought that was the perfect encapsulation of everything that is happening right now. So thanks for that word of the week, Mom. Calamity. All right, so... I wanted to first kind of run down how you can use Google as your resource during this time right now. So um, the global pandemic that we are currently facing is um, the coronavirus. It's formerly known as COVID-19. And if you need any information regarding that, Google has actually put up a whole website detailing details about this virus. It's google.com slash COVID-19. That's easy enough to remember, right? The page features vital information such as symptoms and what to look for, as well as links to official resources like the CDC and uh, the WHO. If you are still working and can donate, Google's actually matching $2 for every dollar donated toward relief efforts through the WHO, up to $50 million US dollars. So if that's something that you're interested in contributing to, there is a link available. Again, it's google.com slash COVID-19. You can also Google the search term COVID-19, and I'm sure that'll be the first thing that comes up. For those of you who are like, oh my God, I'm driving right now, or I'm like washing the dishes. Why are you giving me all these links? I'm going to put all this in the show notes. So whatever podcast app you're using to listen to me right now, you can go into the show notes after this and just tap on through. All the links that I mentioned in this podcast episode will be readily available for you to tap on through. 
So don't worry. This is just me filling your ears with content so that you can listen to me while you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. On that note, if you are looking to donate a bit more locally, I found that the best way to contribute is to search for specifically COVID-19 relief efforts, then type in the name of your region. So for me, it would be COVID-19 relief San Francisco Bay Area, and a bunch of stuff will come up for that. Um, I would specifically type in the county that I live in, and that will bring up county-specific relief efforts. Maybe you want to contribute some cash to help people who might be out of work. Maybe you want to contribute to a local food bank. That's a great way to help people out right now. Um, Maybe you want to contribute to specific GoFundMes for uh, a venue or a restaurant you love that's trying to stay open through this. It really is up to you, but if you are still working and you have the resources and the privilege to be able to help right now, see what you can do. Um, do, do a little Googling. The other thing that I have found that is really helpful is in my particular Instagram network, social network. I know a lot of people use Facebook. I use Instagram for my social network. I found that there's a lot of folks who are reaching out about GoFundMes. Maybe they're putting Venmos for people who need help. Remember, you don't have to give like a giant sum of money. Even a dollar, two dollars can help a person exponentially. It helps the overall sum. So just kind of something to think about if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to contribute to what's going on right now. I wish that I had more power to do things. Um, In this world, money is still power. So, you know, kind of think along those terms, how you can put your money to good use. Again, This is for people who are still working and um, getting a paycheck every two weeks. If you're dubious about where you're sending your money, a great resource, and I always point folks out to this, is Charity Navigator. You can go to charitynavigator.org, and there's a whole landing page actually for uh, COVID-19 right now to kind of help you uh, figure out like where to put your money. And they're actually the ones where I got the idea to donate to food banks. Um, They suggest helping organizations like ones that provide protective equipment and supplies to underserved areas. Um, Something that is going on right now is providing supplies to medical staff because they're actually running out of masks and things of the sort. I know there's a lot of folks out there who are making masks, I just want to say be wary of retailers out there who are telling you to come in and buy stuff. Um, Don't. (laughs) The whole point is to stay at home right now, not to like go into the store and buy stuff. Um, And plus a lot of those masks, they need to be medical grade. And I know people are trying to help um, out of the goodness of their heart, but just, um, Google that. Definitely go down a Google hole and see if there's a way, uh, if you are doing some DIY work at home to try and help folks, definitely do your research. Um, Don't just, you know, kind of jump in sort of thing. Uh, Charity Navigator also suggests helping any educational outreach initiatives about the virus. Um, Food banks, again, 
in places where access to food is limited by social distancing or quarantines, and also free clinics, uh, both that are on the front lines of response and any free clinics in underserved areas. Um, Just something to think about if you, again, are feeling like, I really want to help. I don't know how. How do I help from home stuck in my house? So with that, I want to take a little bit of a break uh, from from this talk. Take a little bit of a break. And then after the ad break, we're going to come back and we are going to do some how-to's going to give you some ideas of things you can do using the Google stuff that you have around your home to kind of help you through this stuck at home episode. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. While you've been listening to this podcast, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers couldn't click that buy now button or access your content? You might stumble across the problem by luck, but that's no good. You need a system. You need something to tell you everything is running smoothly on your site, and more importantly, when it's not, you need Pingdom. Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages a day. Pingdom helps keep your sites and the sites you love online. It doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need alerts about any critical website issues. They'll let you customize how you're alerted depending on the severity of an outage, plus they'll track and analyze your website's load time so you can see what's affecting the user experience. If you have a site of any size, you need Pingdom, and Pingdom has a no-fuss approach to getting started. All they need is the URL that you want to monitor, and they will take care of the rest. So go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use the code material at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and RelayFM. Okay, so I kind of went around the internet, as you do, uh, and I tried to round up any relevant Google links that I possibly could uh, Google on its part has been posting a lot of blog posts about things that it's doing. Um, one thing in particular that I thought was really awesome and I'm finding it to be a song that actually my baby is interested in because it's just, it's like a really kid appropriate song. So if you ask your assistant to help you wash your hands, the assistant will play a song for 40 seconds. So I'm going to do it. Um, We'll see how much Jim wants to edit this out of the podcast because it is a full 40 seconds. I might actually end up stopping it. Let's see. Hey, Google, help me wash my hands. Wash, wash, wash your hands for 40 seconds, please. Soap will chase the germs away so you don't cough and sneeze. Lather up your hands about a half a minute more. Get in between each finger. You can never be too... Okay, I tapped it to stop it. It was a lot. For this particular podcast, it's a lot, but it's a full 40 seconds. There's a couple verses to it. And yes, it's a robot singing, but if you can get over that part, uh, it's a great little way to get the kids into washing their hands. It's also just like... You know, it's a distraction for 40 minutes. Um, You're going to also ask your assistant about the coronavirus. And I believe it will give you information. Hey, Google, tell me about the coronavirus. 
According to the World Health Organization, mm, coronavirus yes. disease, COVID-19, is an infectious disease yes. caused okay. by a new All right. That's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, some of the follow-up questions are like how to wash your hands and all that. So if you – oh, okay. Oh, what is an RNA virus? It'll give you information. Uh, it'll give you infoline information. Um, it'll tell you the difference between a disease and a virus give you alternative to handshakes. I mean, they, they figured this out, um, which is, which is good because I think this is the time, by the way, I was doing that on a smart display, which is why I was getting all of these other queries coming up. So just for anybody out there who maybe your kids are at home and you want to have a little teaching lesson about what's going on, maybe the assistant is a great way to do that. Now, another little thing that I've been doing is I've been searching around in the Play Store, kind of trying to figure out how to pass the time. Parents, one thing to keep in mind, actually got a press release about this the other day. Sesame Street ebooks are free in the Play Store for a limited time. Not just in the Play Store, this also applies to the Apple uh iTunes store, whatever it's called, <laughs> the Apple bookstore. Uh, this also applies to the Kindle. I think Kobo Books is doing the same thing and the Nook. So ebook platforms, the Sesame Street books are free. This includes the perennial favorite. There's a monster at the end of this book. Now you might be wondering, does my kid get the same joy and comfort from a Sesame Street book in digital form? I cannot answer that question for you. But I'm going to tell you that although my daughter is not old enough to be read to or to really have any attention anywhere besides light that is coming from a certain direction, I did I did download a bunch of books because I think uh, it'll it'll just be a great thing to add to my library. And I imagine that by the time I am reading books to her, I will have a Microsoft Duo tablet that I am eagerly awaiting for. And I know that by mentioning that, I perked up some of your ears because I know this is a time that we need to have things to look forward to. And that Surface Duo tablet running Android, I don't even know if it's going to be any good, but I'm just looking forward to the general prospect of it being in my hands and being something that I can proverbially flip through digital books with my daughter sitting on my lap. So that's something I look forward to, just to kind of put a nice little image in your head there. Uh, the Play Pass, if you were wondering if it's worth the money, now is probably a good time to try and adopt it. I have it from when they were doing the uh, promo for $1.99 a month. So I'm just paying two bucks a month for this thing right now. And I've gotten a lot of use out of it. Um, I would say about half of the apps that I have installed on my Android devices, and that includes my Chrome OS, my Chromebook, are part of the Play Pass. So whatever I'm paying for that membership fee is unlocking all of these apps. This app is, or this membership is going to give you access to things like Stardew Valley, which if you can't afford Animal Crossing or you don't have a Nintendo Switch, it's kind of the next best thing that lets you like farm and create your own, you know, f world kind of thing. Monument Valley, um, the Sonic the Hedgehog games, the classic ones on the Sega Genesis 1 and 2 are out on Android right now. 
if you have a game controller, it makes it a little easier to play, I found. But it doesn't really matter because it's a game. So it's something to help pass the time. There's also a ton of kids content. I'm still kind of delving into what's there and what's worth it. I think the play pass part of the appeal of it is for families and folks with kids because it unlocks all this, um, all these learning apps and things of the sort. Again, my daughter's not really of age for that right now. So I'm still, but I'm figuring out just out of my own curiosity and to figure out what I can set up for her when the time comes. I like to be prepared. Um, there is a DJ app that you can unlock if you play for if you pay for Play Pass. There's Infinite Painter, which works for tablets that use styluses. Um, it even works for fingers. So maybe if you have a board kit at home and you want to do quote unquote finger painting, but you don't want the mess. There's also a bunch of meditation apps, journaling apps. There's um soothing sound apps, one of which I use to try and go to sleep every night. So I don't know if it's something that you're thinking, I just need, I just need something to pass the time. I'm like running out of things to do with the kids, or maybe you're just running out of things to thumb through. This is just an idea. I think normally the play pass is $4.99 a month. Uh, I think I might be keeping my membership when they bought me up to the $4.99 tier in November. I'm finding it to be worth my time. And I go out of my way to use apps that are unlocked by this Play Pass. So maybe this is the time for you to consider getting a membership to your favorite app store. Which if you're using an Android device, this is the app store that you want to use. Right. Um, I'm also noticing that there are a ton of apps that have been made free for a limited time. So if you go to the main Play Store, uh, I found the browser to be the browser app, the browser Play Store to be the one that's most efficient. But whatever, you can go to it from your phone or tablet or Chromebook. You can kind of thumb through there. Zoom is trending, by the way. Again, I never thought that I'd see Zoom get so much traction, and yet they're having their golden moment right now. They're having the time of their lives, maybe, possibly. Again, I'm reading a lot about uh, parents having to put up with Zoom classroom meetups and just the awkwardness, the awkwardness of the office meeting coming to the office online meeting coming to the school online meeting, you know, like little kids are saying, your mic is muted. Little kids are saying, I can't hear you. Little kids are saying, sorry, took me a while to get my computer set up. I think we're just preparing our children for the inevitability of a fully mobile workforce, which quite frankly, just to go on a bit of a tangent here, is a good thing for all for those of us who do work from home and have maintained this lifestyle because this is the future of work, folks. Like those of us who can work from home and can work remotely, this is going to be the future. I mean, it's not only saving money for businesses that should be online businesses and digital businesses, but it's we're now we're now teaching the next generation that this is just like the way to do things. So food for thought. Um, and what else do you have but time right now to think, right? I'm trying to fill up your mind with things to think about besides what's going on in the world. 
Another thing that I did not realize, so I had a friend on Instagram the other day. They were watching Emma and posting about it on their Instagram stories. And I, you know, I messaged them and I'm like, hey, did you pirate this? Because I was curious. And this was my friend. I'm not going to out who it was. But they told me, no, I rented it. To which I'm like, what? This is a movie in the theater right now. That's right. The movie theaters are closed. Uh, And then I saw former host Yasmin Evgen. She tweeted that she was watching the new Pixar movie with popcorn. And I'm like, wow, how are you getting this movie? And then I realized that's because these movies are in the Play Store. Um, So it's these are not people. I'm not trying to out people. I'm just trying to say that this is how I found out that um, things are available in the Play Store for renting and buying. So if you were going to go to the movie theater to watch movies like Pixar's Onward, The Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss, who, by the way, she is a Scientologist. Sorry to break that news to you. She was raised a She's fully into Scientology. And Scientology is a terrible religion. So I have absolutely no problem talking about it on the podcast the way that I am. It's a terrible, terrible religion that exploits people. And, but if you like Elizabeth Moss and horror movies, I guess, and you want to put that aside for an hour and a half to watch a horror movie, The Invisible Man is available in the Play Store. Um, it's $19.99, though, so you have to buy it. And it only has three and a half stars right now. So you decide. Maybe something else that's more worth buying is Birds of Prey. That movie. Just people have been talking, oh my God, this is what a delight to watch. I'm personally not watching it just because I don't do well with a ton of violence. I used to be able to watch like really violent movies. And then the older I got, the more I just realized this is not, I I think it was a clockwork orange that made me realize, I mean, anything with, yeah, I don't want to do any extreme violence. It's just not for me. But a movie that of course I'm interested in is Emma. It's, of course, to purchase, though, at, at present for $20, $19.99. I'm going to probably wait until it's for rent. Um, Little Women, you can buy it too, $14.99. And I think the movie that I'm going to be watching, and I've already talked to my husband about this, is Frozen 2. We, we like to watch the Disney movies here in the family. And I think Frozen 2 is the next movie I'm going to watch, followed by Knives Out, which is $5.99 to rent in the Play Store right now. So I'm looking forward to popping some popcorn the old-fashioned way over the stove and sitting in front of the big TV where we haven't been sitting because we've been sitting in the family room because the baby, she spits up a lot. And my sofas are already stained in the living room. I have white sofas and they're over 10 years old. So you can imagine what they've been through up until now. So trying to keep her out of there so I can, I don't have fundage for all this new furniture right now. I just moved, remember a couple months ago. So I'm keeping her from those couches, but I think it's time. She's, she's been in this house for a month and a half almost now. So I think it's time that she sees the living room and we watch a movie on the big screen. We're watching it on the small 30-inch TV, which, again, I have immense privilege because I have two TVs downstairs within feet of each other. So I'm just calling myself out here. 
Moving on from the Play Store, I actually was kind of thumbing through some how-tos that websites have been posting, and I realized an app that works for group calling if you want to use your phone is Duo. I know people have been using Skype. Okay, just FYI, I have tried to use Skype the other day for a group call and it just was not working. My friend on the other line, she kept getting dropped off. So we switched to Hangouts and Hangouts ended up working, but it's a little clumsy because I'm using it with my computer. So I don't, I don't know. I did not use it with my phone. I think using Google Duo was a great idea because if I'm not mistaken, they figure out a compression algorithm so that it's not so taxing to do a video call with folks the way that it would be via Hangouts or Skype. And I know some people out there uh, have iPhones and they have FaceTime only, but if you're on an Android phone, you can't use FaceTime, but they can use Duo, your friend on their iPhone or your family member. So get them to download Duo and then you can have a video call and you can actually do a group call. So to do this, just log on to Google Duo, granted permissions that it needs if it's not already uh, granted that, and then swipe up from the bottom of the screen to open the contacts view. You will see this button to create a group. So you tap that and then select the contacts that you want to add to that particular group. Then tap the big blue done button that you will see. Um, Might be a different color if you have uh, the, what's it called? The accent colors turned on on your pixel launcher. You're going to give that uh, group a name, then you're going to save it. And then you can tap the start call button at the bottom of the screen to begin the convo with folks. It's kind of akin to the way that you would start a group message in messages, So not super hard to figure out, but again, just something to keep in mind if, again, you are missing people because you can't be with them in person. Another app that does group calling is WhatsApp, I think, possibly. I should probably double check that before I tell you. I'm going to Google that right now because, oh, yes, you can do group calls. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. So you can do group calling on WhatsApp as well. Maybe you have family that's a little further away in, you know, but Duo was a great app. I mean, try it out. Give it a, give it a try. Again, that compression algorithm. One last little how-to that I wanted to leave with you, and I think this is something that is going to resonate with a lot of folks out there. How to quickly unsubscribe from all those spammy coronavirus emails. Okay, don't get me wrong. I think it's great that there are so many businesses taking the pandemic seriously, but I don't need an email from absolutely everyone detailing what the stakes are and what they're going to do to stay safe. For me in particular, my email address is my business address and also my personal address because I just decided to just clump it all into one email. I'm that person that carries around one big purse full of stuff. Only when I'm like out in a special occasion do you see me with like a smaller, you know, smaller bag. So because I am that person that likes to just have everything on her, you can imagine what my inbox is like. It's just it's a freaking mess. Um, 
because of that, I really benefit from all those sorting features that Gmail has. I do use TubeBird, by the way. We'll talk about that at a later time. So I do, I do use the sorting features, but I was getting so many emails. And I know everybody out there has been getting them too because I've been seeing you all tweet about it, okay? I think the weirdest coronavirus email I got was from K Jewelers. Like, no duh, you're closing your stores right now. We are all stuck at home. And like the last thing I'm thinking about is going jewelry shopping when, you know, I'm not even thinking, where where is my next paycheck gonna come from? I'm not gonna go buy a ring. Anybody who had to buy an engagement ring right before this whole thing happened, sorry. But also... K Jewelers, like, I don't know, just, does the word blood diamond mean anything to you? I mean, just saying. Anyway, the reason I was on the K Jewelers, because you're like, Flo, why were you on the K Jewelers mailing list? I bought my son, my godson, a cross from them last year for his baptism. Um, I wanted to get him something nice, you know, and gold, but I haven't thought about them since. And by the way, the cross didn't have diamonds in it, so... Anyway, I have not thought about them since, and I certainly did not need an email from them telling me what they're doing to like keep me safe from it's just it's absurd. Um anyway, so I figured out okay, I need to go do a serious curation of the email that is coming through. And because I have free time, which I'm sure some of you also do out there, because you're not commuting, you're not running errands, <laughs> you're literally stuck at home. You can actually go in and uh, unsubscribe from the emails in Gmail. So I'm going to link to the support page, the Google support page for this, and it's going to walk you through how to do it on the computer, on Android, and on the iPhone and the iPad. It's super easy. So up by where the address is in Gmail, you're going to see a very small unsubscribe button. It's just a text uh, text button and you're going to click on that. And then it's going to ask you if you want to subscribe. And then it'll ask you if you want to send that email address to spam. And that is what I did with K jewelers. So sorry, K jewelers, you officially go to spam. Actually, I'm, that's not true. I actually, what I did is I blocked it because you can also block an email address, especially if you're finding that there's a brand out there. Oh, here's the, there's another brand out there that I, there's this boutique that I shot from. It's not really a boutique. I mean, it's an online store, so it's not really, you know, small and bespoke, but there's this online store that I shot from. I like to get clothes from them. I haven't bought clothes from them in a long time. It's not really been on my mind. And they've been sending out an email, I kid you not, every single day, like, you're stuck at home. Here are the styles that you can wear at home. Like, <sighs> I understand capitalizing. I mean, we live in a, America. We live in capitalism. So you're going to see a lot of businesses capitalizing on this right now. Like I understand restaurants capitalizing on this stuff right now. My favorite restaurant down the street is offering a discount. And because of that, we've been patronizing them and they've been doing, um, they leave out a box of tissues so you can like use a tissue to open the door so that you're not touching what other people have touched. Like they do curbside pickup, that kind of thing, which I think is great. And I'm supporting those businesses because obviously Eating is an essential thing to do. Buying hip, modern, 
Clothing is not an essential right now, okay? I have everything I need at home. It's called a drawer full of leggings. That's all I'm going to be wearing right now while I'm stuck at home. So stop trying to sell me clothing with shoulder pads in them. Like, I'm, I'm not going to work. Anyway, that'll be linked for you in the show notes. Let's take a quick little break, and then we're going to get into some YouTube. This episode of Material is brought to you by Linode. Whether you're working on a personal project or managing your enterprise's infrastructure, Linode is the pricing support and scale you need to take your project to the next level. They have 11 data centers worldwide, including their newest data center in Sydney, Australia. And with their enterprise-grade hardware, S3-compatible storage option, and their next-generation network, Linode delivers the performance you expect at a surprisingly good price. Get started on Linode today with a $20 credit for listeners of the show, and you'll get access to dedicated CPU plans with physical cores reserved just for you, block storage and object storage that can scale to your storage requirements, root access to your server along with API, v4, and Python CLI, and one-click installs in the most popular apps including WordPress, LampStack, and Game Service for Minecraft. And there's more where that came from. So go to linode.com slash material and use promo code material2020 when creating a new Linode account. You'll get a $20 credit towards your next project. Oh, and by the way, Linode is hiring right now. So if that's something that interests you, go to linode.com slash careers to find out more. Once again, that's linode.com slash material and the promo code material2020 for that $20 credit. Our thanks to Linode for their support of the show and all of Relay FM. The other day, I noticed that Google had posted this blog post enticing you to head over to YouTube and watch a bunch of stuff. Of course. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's the job of Google right now is to kind of help you figure out what you can do on the Internet. So some of the suggestions that Google's offering includes tips and tricks for working from home, how to troubleshoot poor internet connections, equipment hacks, um, how to do remote team collaboration. I think this is a really good time to remember that if there's something out there that you don't know how to do, you can probably YouTube it. That is, I mean, the other day my husband had, we, you know, bought a bunch of new fixtures for the house when we moved in and we've been just slowly bit by bit you know, putting in new faucets and new light fixtures and things like that in the house. And my husband's, you know, we're stuck at home. So he, and, and he's on parental leave. So he's like, I think it's time. I was, I hated the faucet, the kitchen faucet that we had before. Like it was just this terrible, first of all, it was covered, it was covered in, uh, what's it called? Uh, the crusty stuff that happens. Oh, I can hear my baby crying. I wonder if you can hear her crying. No. Anyway, I can hear her crying through the HVAC. Uh, so it was it, it was covered in lime, oh, lime, whatever it's called. So I just, I about had it and I, I really just wanted it changed. So my husband changed it out and long story, extremely long story short, he ended up YouTubing how to install this thing and there was some guy just uploaded to his YouTube channel how he installed the exact same faucet in his kitchen. So thanks to that random dude who did that because that really helped us out. Anyway, so Google posted this blog post. I'm going to 
post it in the show notes if you'd like to check out. It includes like you links to cooking stuff on YouTube, pantry meals, uh, includes links to coping with anxiety, free classes for meditation and yoga. There's aquarium videos. And of course, let's not forget ASMR. Now, let's not forget there's Pokemon ASMR out there. So that's something you're into. There's also makeup ASMR. I mean, Google it and I'm sure you can find it. Now, I don't want to just tell you to head over to YouTube and like figure out something to do because as we've talked plenty on this podcast, YouTube is kind of a dangerous place if you're not careful. And I don't want you to run into the algorithm trying to feed you terrible, awful things because it might happen. In fact, for all you know, you go out there, try and find something on YouTube, and then all of a sudden it leads you to coronavirus through their videos. And there's a lot of awful stuff that is going on around this time. Remember, people have a lot of free time right now. Because even if you are working, I'm sure that you are having a hard time working. And if if you're a, a terrible truther, you are probably making a video about that because your mind is running. And I want to protect you uh, folks from it. So... I put out a call for links on Twitter and in my Discord, and I really want to thank everybody who sent in a suggestion because I'm going to link to those suggestions in the show notes, and maybe if you're looking for some new YouTube content, you're looking for something to do with the kids, there might be something for you in our show notes. So I first want to point you to some of the YouTube channels that I like. One YouTube channel that I recently got into, it's Analytical, spelled A-N-N-A space Lytical. Again, show notes, that's where we'll link it, so don't worry too much. Uh, Analytical describes themselves as the sickly entertaining coding drag queen. I'm creating fun educational coding content to engage a young LGBTQ plus audience with code and tech. I love analytical. Um, I think she's hilarious and I just think it's a great way to get kind of the bare bones basics of coding and check it out. Um, The outfits are great and it's just great to support somebody who is doing something that is fun and educational. Uh, Another YouTube channel I like, which is the videos are much longer than analytical analyticas analyticals, excuse me, uh, is contrapoints. Now contrapoints focuses mostly on social justice and the videos are very long. They can be one to two hours. They're very intricate. Um, and they are very, the the very serious business kind of thing. So not something that maybe you want to watch with the kids, but if you're kind of feeling fired up and you want to take some time to just figure out how you can be a better person in society with everything that's going on, I think ContraPoints is a great YouTube channel to check out and sort of tune into. All right, so my friends who wrote in, here's what you've suggested So I actually got a couple of links to Alton Brown's YouTube channel. 
I know that Alton Brown has taught my husband how to cook a lot of things. And so I imagine that there's something out there that Alton can lead you to. So definitely check that out. Again, this is all going to be in the show notes if you need anything. So don't worry about, or I guess you could go to YouTube and just, or you, or Google YouTube Alton Brown YouTube channel and it'll come up. Um, defunct land was a, another suggestion that I got. And this channel discusses the history of extinct, extinct theme park and themed entertainment experiences. I, I mean, Disneyland is supposed to open April 1st, which I think is just incredibly dangerous and absolutely not the right call to do right now. So if you're going to be staying away from theme parks for a while, which I imagine you will because you want to keep you and your family safe and, you know, not sick, uh, I think watching YouTube videos about theme parks is a great way to pass the time. So defunct land. Check it out. Uh, I got this tip from Roy D about the National Gallery of Art. So Roy D in, uh, wrote in, sorry, Roy, I it's because I said your name and Anyway, sometimes I'm bad at talking. Roy wrote in, I did an art assignment with the kids using videos from the National Gallery of Art. We watched kids' videos of six master paintings, and then they each wrote or drew about their favorite. My daughter's favorite was this video about Mary, Queen of Heaven. I'm going to go ahead and link that in the show notes. So check that out. There's a lot of stuff that you can do at home. Um, I just want to say, by the way, to the parents out there, you don't have to be a superhero right now. However, if you were feeling like, is there something passive that I could do that I could just kind of put on and have my kid like be entertained and also educated? Uh, I got this tip from Jason Howell, my co-host at All About Android on the Twit Network. His kids love Muffalo Potato. It's a dude and his puppets and it's super cute. It's really high quality, well done videos. They have a new video every Saturday. They draw stuff based on numbers and letters so your kids can follow along, can draw their own thing. And it's kind of a variation of, you know, that game where everybody goes around and um, draws on a piece of paper and you kind of you kind of just draw like a random line or squiggle or whatever, and then you kind of just take it from there. It's kind of a riff on that, and it gets your kid learning about um, letters and numbers, which are, you know, nice and educational. So something to do, something to think about, and I think if you start there, you might be able to get the algorithm to feed you a couple more educational things. A couple other suggestions that I got um, from some folks on Twitter. So Wendover Productions, this one is actually from my pal Mateo. Uh, he liked this channel. It's all about explaining how our world works. So from travel to economics to geography to marketing more, every video just kind of like teaches you something essential to know. Um, if you pop over there, you will see videos about um, uh, the logistics of the U.S. census, just for instance. Um, not so much for kids. This is definitely more, I think, adult-oriented. I mean, one of the videos is called Why Trains Suck in America. There's also how aviation is fighting for, you know, it's all like 
there is some COVID-19 things on there. So just something to keep in mind. Maybe don't go through it with the kids. Another YouTube channel that is really great for adults who want to learn things specifically is called Half is Interesting, and it is part of the Curiosity Stream streaming subscription service. If that wasn't already an earful. Uh, these are just basically education-y explainer videos. Um, just it tells you like why why states are mostly squared or rectangle or whatever, perfectly drawn out in the United States, for instance, those sort of things. So just a good uh, way to keep your brain going in this time of sitting around at home. Um, some other suggestions that I got, how could I forget to suggest Yasmin Evgen's YouTube channel centered? Yes, she has her own YouTube channel. Um, I also got a suggestion on Twitter about Hercules Candy. So little family candy shop that uh, has been operating in East Syracuse, New York since 1910. And they just have these really informative videos, very relaxing. Think of it as ASMR, but candy, candy ASMR. ASMR doesn't necessarily have to be sounds of people chewing or like running their fingers through things. which are things that people like. It can be just somebody talking about something. Um, my husband's favorite kind of ASMR-y YouTube channel is, and I feel terrible that I, I you know what, I'll, I'll get the link from him and I'll link it in the show notes and I'll link it as my husband's favorite YouTube channel. It's this guy in Canada. He has a test kitchen and he cooks recipes from like the late 1800s, early 1900s, just old vintage cookbooks. And just the way he talks and the way he cooks, it's just very like soothing to listen to him. And my husband's been actually putting this YouTube video on or the YouTube channel on for when he's watching our baby and it seems to help soothe her a little bit. So I guess she likes the soothing sounds of soothing voices. So it's kind of nice. Um, One channel that I did not realize like these things existed. This is just to, again, you can go down a YouTube hole. Wolfpack 345. So it's this guy. He plays a lot of simulation games for um, like flight simulators, submarine simulators, uh, flight sims. And so if you're really into like uh, military aircraft and things of the sort, that might be something that you just want to put on in the background while you're working just so you kind of don't feel so alone because you're not going to work every day. Um, I will actually link to the thread on Twitter. So if you would like to check out what people are suggesting because I have a feeling that we're going to keep getting a couple suggestions or going to come in after I publish the podcast. So something to look forward to. Thanks everybody for kind of sticking through this podcast episode. I know it was something a little bit different, but I know you're all stuck at home and this is kind of like a hard time right now. There's a lot of anxiety going on. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of boredom. I get it. Just kind of stick with it. We're going to get through this together as a community. That is ultimately how to weather these difficult storms. If you need me and you would like to join a safe space, a community that um, supports each other, and uh, right now we're all just clamoring about Animal Crossing, New Horizons, 
you can actually join my Discord. There is a link floating around on my website. I purposefully make it so that you have to come find it because I I want to attract the right people. I don't want to attract trolls and jerks. So please keep that in mind. Um, also, you can visit me at florencelion.com. That's my website. I've been working on revamping it actually and putting in some new content and I'll be finishing up some new content this week. So stay tuned for that if you're curious about what's going on over there. As for us here at The Material Podcast, please do visit us, relay.fm slash material. You can actually, if you know you are interested, you can become a member of the show. We super would appreciate it because, um, you know, this podcast is part of our livelihood and it's something that I really enjoy doing, which is why you're hearing from me so soon after um, a month after I had a baby because I just miss doing the podcast so much and I miss talking to you guys weekly. So thank you for tuning in to this special episode and uh, we will be continuing on with our regular schedule, regularly scheduled programming coming soon. So you might be seeing a couple more episodes, a couple episodes sooner than you anticipated. Hey, I figure why not give you something to listen to through this time. So thank you for sticking with us. And I really appreciate it. And I will see you guys later. So until next time. (laughs) 